get that made? See that behind you, the little part? That? Yeah, you show me that. And we're live. We're back in it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a few weeks, maybe longer since our last podcast, but... It has been a few weeks. I actually looked at the episode the other day. I think it was January 29th was our last episode. So it's almost a month. Holy cow. Yeah. That's pretty wicked. It's been a... Lots going on. Um, you can say that again. But after today, I'm feeling kind of good now. I like that. That was exciting. Yeah, I mean the podcast. Um, we're making progress. Put you know to get to the next level. Um, had a really nice conversation with a guy who knows a lot about radio broadcast. Um, has an established platform. He's has a lot of the same um, goals as we do in terms of growth and how to do it, but most importantly, do it simple, keep it simple, and just grow the, the natural way. So we're looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to getting better, bringing on some cool guests. I mean, there's so many avenues we can go for that between friends, family, but the ideal thing in terms of Guests would be bringing in new people, random people, and that's how our network is going to grow as businessmen. Yeah, that's that's one of the goals I think of the podcast. Yeah, getting to meet new people. Yeah, meet new people, sit down with people, and have interesting conversations. I mean, just the other day I had lunch with my one buddy. I don't get to see him a lot. He's an entrepreneur too. He has a detail company. Um, he like cars. Yep, he details cars. He does so much money in that ceramic coating. I mean, some of his invoices, like he has three, four thousand dollar tickets on some of these cars. So basically, ceramic coating is is you do a full detail on a car. Mm -hmm. Typically, he does them on cars that are basically mint. You know, because ceramic coating is basically locking in um, the perfection. So you do a full detail on the car, and then you apply this what it's called ceramic coat um and it becomes like an additional layer to the clear coat and it makes it harder and stains don't get stuck to it um it's pretty cool stuff but if you're not good oh yeah if but the person installing it is the key there because you can he posts it all the time like people that do it there's like (laughs) haze marks (laughs) you know so and then fixing it costs a lot of money um, but we sat down for lunch the other day and he's on this new thing with dieting and eating health as healthy as possible, all organic, which ties into the farming and what you're doing. And, um, I mean, he basically, he basically got me super motivated. So yeah, it's possible. Yeah. And, um, I went out and bought some stuff to, to have in the morning instead of drinking coffee all the time. Yeah, I know you made me just really second guess everything I do in terms of coffee. Cause I love coffee. I do too. But what I realized I've only been doing this, the, you, I, a few healthy things for a few days. I mean, I've always been pretty lean. Um, but what I'm doing now is adding nutrients in my body pretty early. Like as soon as I wake up. So Instead of drinking coffee, the first thing I do, I'm taking nutrients in that also fuel you. Um, one of them is called um, lion's mane, and it's basically mushroom and ex- extract. Yeah, 
And, um, sounds intense. Yeah. So what do you cool. do? Do you dilute it or do you pull it in a smoothie? Um, you just put, yeah. So I got it all in powder form. So I put it all into a, a morning good? shake. Yeah, it's good. I got a lot of it's vegan based cause he, he's been watching all of these, um, shows out, um, like what the health and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, there's no artificial intense. sweeteners in it. He, he cut out sugars. Um, He's he's basically all um, well, sugar. We, I mean, we're in a green sugar is literally sugar is so bad. Yeah, um, it's awful. And we still eat it, but I mean, I eat so little of it, which I think just by doing understanding that and then by practicing it, it puts you so much more ahead of oh yeah the curve and turn like so like it's what's crazy is like so that is a positive in your diet, but like if you're able to pull off what you're working on. Like that's just a whole nother level. Yeah. You know that, that Bilzerian guy says that he has no sugar and no dairy. He doesn't, I mean, and I've never done the research, but he is like very, very, very against drinking milk. Yeah. I love milk. milk. I had two glasses of milk with dinner. Milk is hard because it's because, hard to digest. Well, or? well, it's the stuff that they're adding to it. I, I guess. The hormones. Yeah. The hormones that they're adding to it. And that being built up in your body over long periods of time is just is is really bad for you. Yeah, I could see that because it's so, strong. Yeah, because a cow is a big animal, and if they're pumping it up with a lot of stuff, and you drink a lot of milk, it's a lot. That's a big exposure over a prolonged. Period yeah, exactly. Of time. And um, huh. something else I've been doing a lot of. So all of this is a lifestyle, the same way yeah, you, you got into committed. with the Fritz Farm Co. and what you're doing with the garden and. Um, being organic and not putting pesticides on it and taking care of it in proper soil. Like these are all steps in the right direction. And I think all of it has to do with a lifestyle. And what we were talking about is just getting to the next level. So that's something that we're big on is how do we get to the next level? And between you and me, between you and me. Yeah. Um, and I think this is something that's, that's huge. So when he, we were talking, it, it hit home, you know? So this is something I've been thinking How about for a while. How long has he been while. doing it for? Um, I think actively for probably like a year. And he said he just, so it's cool because we see each other in different times in our lives. So sometimes he's mentally in the zone, everything's yeah. kicking. Other times I'm more in the zone and this time like when I saw him, he was like, I feel good. And you know, so, you know, when you see someone and they're in business, they're an entrepreneur and they're focused on growth and they say they feel good. Like you're like, what's, yeah, what's going on? It's an interesting, it's weird how I feel good, but I'm also having to ex- expend so much energy right now to like, just stay to just stay ahead. So I like I'm having to give so much right now to keep it going, and it's it's wild. And then like I had a woman quit today. Yeah. I texted her. <clears throat> she was out sick last week. Listen to this. <laughs> I blew up on her. Um, I didn't blow up on her, but I got pissed. Um, she was out sick all last week. Text her today, and she was sick. Uh Actually, hey, I hope you're feeling better. Just make sure you be back today. And she said, yeah, I'll be there. I said, all right, awesome. Welcome back. And she said, like, thank you or some something. 
Wait, she, so she left? This was on Monday. Well, last week she was sick. I texted her oh, okay. yesterday on Monday. Hey, you're making sure you come back to work today. Yes. She didn't show up last night. She didn't return calls. didn't return texts. Called her a few times. No answer. So in my personnel policy, the thing I told I sent you, right? Did I ever send you the link to this? Was she sitting in the chair I'm in and you whipped this out? No. In here, I put down a thing called emergency, emergency contact. So if I can't get a hold of somebody... I call, call emergency contact and I tell them, or if they answer, like, hey, you know, this is so-and-so, so, you know, your daughter works with us, she hasn't returned any calls, she didn't show up to work, like, she's never, she's never done that, I'm legitimately concerned, like, can you please try to reach them? Because it's a good way for me to show I, I'm, I care, yeah. which, which I do, uh-huh. and get the answer I want. Yeah. And, and, I, so, and it calls people out of the bluffs so hard. Because she does, how, she forgot that she gave me her 70-year-old dad's phone number. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck's going then on? Then he's legitimately concerned, right? Why? Yeah. If her boss is calling me and she's a grown woman and he, she didn't show up to work. Hopefully she's alive or, you know, whatever, yeah. right? So I'm, I'm doing all the right steps. You're just calling them out on their bluff so hard. Hard. She I like that. She calls me back. Yeah, I don't know why you, I mean, you need to fucking just copy and paste, take out yeah, one Yeah, I, I do. It's so easy. It is I've had a lot of people read it and say, like, yeah, this is a solid piece of documentation. Well, that's something... Because I got that from a guy I used to work for in Tallahassee. Well, I that's just, something that when you were in school for that and you spent all those years doing... I learned so much. You learned so much about, about those things. Yeah. So that... Yeah, those are huge. Um, well, that's one reason why I'm in the position I'm in at the age I'm at is because... I've got a good support system around me between my friends and or my family and my friends. Uh-huh. I'm a fairly bright person. I try to do the right thing. I can th- agree with that. I try to do the right thing. Like I you know what I mean? Like I I try to always do the right thing and not screw myself or somebody out of something. Uh-huh. And I'm open to learning. So like yeah. plus all of that knowledge just gives you the springboard to then go out into the real world and actually create results. Yeah. So what did, what did she say? Oh, yeah. So this is, so I said, is everything all right? She's like, yeah, you know, I was sick all last week and I realized a lot of it has to do with stress and I'm stressed out. I'm being overworked at the, she works at uh, St. Pete airport. She's the woman I met when I went to South Dakota. Oh, okay. Walking through the airport, saw her cleaning, right? She looked like a happy person, nice woman. I talked to her. I mean, I've gotten so many stuff like that. She fell off the know anybody wagon. Looking, know anybody looking for work. She said, oh, I am. I gave her my card. I hired her the next week. She's been here for like six or seven months. She's like, oh, I'm stressed. You know, basically said this job is more important than your job. Like, uh-huh. was a bitch. So she quit. And I was like, well, how do you tell me one thing less than 24 hours ago that you're going to be back to work and then quit? I go like, you know, I've been nothing. I gave her like $1,200 to fix her fucking car. And she paid me back. Okay. I was going to. Yeah. I, no, she, they're, they're, uh, she paid me did back. Did you collect interest? I collected some at the end. I think I told you that story. I ended up making like a hundred bucks on it. Yeah. So, but you know, whatever. It was free labor for that amount of time. Yeah. Um, um, I was like, how do you do that to me when I've been nothing but nice to you kind of thing? And she was just like, well, I'm sorry. Like, this is just what I feel like. And I'm like, 
It's not a fucking answer. Like, I was like, yeah. my, and that's why I blew up. And I was like, listen, Melissa, this is why you are in the position you are in at the stage of your life and why you continue to be in this position because you don't know how to treat people. You don't just shit on somebody when all they've ever done is help you. You can end a relationship and just do the right thing, which is give me two or three weeks. See, like, it's it, that simple. Yeah. Like, then I don't hate you like I do now. But she's so stupid. She's probably done that four or five times in her life. Yeah. And yeah, so she, so she wasn't even gonna give you two weeks to f- find a replacement. No, and the the icing on the yeah, cake. Yeah, that would piss me off too. Oh, I told her to fuck herself. <laughs> I told her to go fuck off. Um, but the icing on the cake is the job she was doing is the one for the federal government, which so it's a big job, huge job. And so now this puts all oh, the back. Do you have to do this the background? Puts me like six weeks behind to where. I have to find somebody, right? I can't just hire anybody in the first place. Then when I finally find a qualified candidate, I got to tell them, oh, by the way, you won't start working for a month or six weeks, but you know, we're happy to yeah. have you. And then so if they do stay committed... Could, I mean, in the meantime, you could figure out... I can have them work ends. in other areas yeah. and stuff, but it's still... It's very, I've had at least a half dozen people quit prior to them passing the background check. I mean, it's the job is so difficult down there to keep staffed. It really is. Well, they they have I'm, to be, I'm, and I'm in a, They can't be drug addicts and things like that. Can't have anything on the record, and so like that's why, like I said, like I feel like I'm we're getting so much done, but it's because I have to put forth no. so much fucking effort, and I, time, and like it's like why can't? And that's what I I call the supervisor. I was like, listen, she quit. You guys have got to go out and find some people like i can't do everything like you want to make your life easier help me find a good staff member to work alongside you yeah like, i'm not asking you for uh you know heart surgery i'm asking you just to go meet somebody at starbucks and say hey do you know anybody looking to work yeah staffers yeah but i don't think any like see we have that ability we have the ability to go out into the fucking jungle and talk to somebody and either get them to work or, you know, create a new network. Like, yeah. it could be something you buy. It could be something they buy from you. Staff, you know, like we have the ability to go out and meet people when we need something. Most people, if they need something, they're literally scared of their own shadow or they're on Google. You know what I mean? They don't have the ability to actually go out and just like yeah. do it and save the time and grow from it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... That that is such a hard thing, and I think entrepreneurship is encompasses that, where everyone thinks that it's a gradual increase, but there's times where business wise and monetarily everything's continuing to go up, but from everything a mental standpoint, it's just apart. fucking yeah. yeah. Everything is falling apart. It is a tidal wave. It's a heavy concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just. One day you wake up and there's a hundred things to do. The next day you feel like you got it under control. The next day this happens, that happens. Yeah, it's just a constant thing. It's hard to find heart, I think. I think that's the key. Hard to find what? Heart. You heart, know? Like yeah. Heart, heart. Heart, yeah. From what perspective? From, a, from an employee perspective. You know, if you uh, had... Yeah. If, if you had five employees that gave 10% more heart, how much easier things would be for everyone. Yeah, well, Not that's, just you. For them too, I think. 
Well, yeah, but you want to know the hardest part about that is the all the burden of making that happen falls on you. Exactly. So, like, you can wish that and pray that and say, oh, I wish everyone... But the only way that happens is if you put forth the effort to do it. So, like, you have to... like, And I that's one area where I know, like, whatever, when it's... I think that's what makes me not care about mistakes is because I know I screwed up. Yeah. Even though if I didn't, I'll find a way to take some ownership and just keep moving. Yeah. That's actually something that I've been doing... When I say, oh, well, this went wrong, I'll say, well, you know what? At the end of the day, if I'm talking to someone about it, I said, it's actually my fault. Because I, 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 I've realized that too. There's, there's not a lot of people that are going to that are gonna be able to do it, one, or even care to do it. So at the end of the day, if you just suck it up and say, you know what? That's my bad. That's my bad. And we just continue well, people, to find... People, yeah, people respect that. And it will... Another problem most people have is they, they dwell on so many things. So, like, in your mind, you're able to cl- turn the page. Yeah, fi- find the problem, figure out a solution, and just move on. Yeah, and, like, I that's I am 100%, like, that's it. Like, you can't dwell on every little thing because you're just going to end up making... You're going to turn a small problem into a big problem. And it's... the And it's hard. Like, between that and then when you're so busy... Yeah, I mean... You're not going to turn work away half the time unless you really don't have, like, the ability. But, like, if you think you have the ability, right, you're going to do it. Yeah. That's part of the growth is you've got to put yourself in different positions. I got... My goal about three or four years ago was to do more construction cleaning. I've got five jobs in a three-day span next week. Yeah, I mean, like what, it's not you, what is your percentage now of construction cleaning? Quite a bit, right? Close to... I'll look up what I did. I'll, actually, I'll just look it up for this current year. Uh, it's easily 30%. That's awesome. My vacation... I got between me and the client not getting along. Uh-huh. I just lost a decent size account in vacation rentals. And it's because I didn't want to... Like, I, like, I got to a point where a lot of staff, a lot of a lot of headache for little return. They don't treat me the way I want to be treated. Yeah. They're difficult to deal with and like so yes, you well, 80/20 rule. You lose the money. Right, you learned that in high school or in college, right? The 80/20 rule of business. Kind of. What 80% of your income comes from 20% of your customer base and 20% of your um your issue or 80% of your issues come from 20% of your customers. It's kind of like that theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. You know, so if you, theory is, is if you continue to fire off your bad customers, you're going to get better. You're going to continuously get better customers. It's 27% That's of, this, of this current year's sales. And you've increased that from 0% to 27%. I'd say, well, let's look it up. I can go back. So 20, I think 2014 was the first, wow, this is going to be pretty wicked. That's actually something I got to focus on more because what your percentage of sales and what areas percentage or? of sales versus business to business to retail customers because our business to business sales are a huge part of our business too with our fleet accounts, with our collision shops, um, 
with our small Holy with shit. our small other shops that we do business with. February from January first to February twenty sixth, so year to date, whatever. Twenty fourteen, I did thirty one thousand dollars and four hundred forty three dollars in sales, with nine thousand being in construction, cleaning, or vacant properties. This year, I'm at eighty seven thousand already, and twenty. Uh, like twenty seven thousand is vacant. Like I tripled the vacant. That's, That's awesome. But so let's do twenty. 15 now. Jeez, I haven't looked. This is pretty wicked. See, that's why I don't think someone can do numbers for you. If you're a business person, I feel like looking at the numbers and understanding the numbers is such a key. I know, and I have a very difficult time with that. I don't, I'll, all I do is sales. It's well, all, I don't, so, I don't okay, know how to reconcile. So, so what's something you need to do is whoever's doing your stuff needs to print reports for you. So this way you can take 10 minutes a week and just look at a report. That's like, I think, I think those are the next steps for being a business person. There's no way a guy like Warren Buffett or Steve Jobs or Richard Branson can do everything. So they have to be able, they, they have to figure it out systems in order to be able to oversee everything, but not waste, not spend all your time doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I think stuff like that is a key factor in growth. Yeah, figuring out little um, how to get to the next, next level. level. Hell yeah, it's that simple. Or not? The, or it's it's that the the concept is that simple, but it's not that easy. To no, get yeah, to exactly. Then, like you said, then it's getting around your day to day, getting around your personal life, getting around the ups and downs of life. Well, yeah, and if you're truly going to make it whatever you're doing self-sufficient, you've got to have all the puzzle pieces in place or close to all the puzzle. I would, assume, I mean, because I haven't gotten there yet. Or, yeah, you got you got to. In the meantime, just be able to um, use the puzzle pieces you have and continue to to just keep pushing. Yeah, I mean, and keep keep pe- keeping people getting better. Make sure you're getting better. My trailer came in. Did it? Oh shit! I'm gonna go when I go pick it up. I'll stop by on the way back because it's up in Citrus Park. If you want to borrow the unless, dually, unless you want to go with me to get it. It's <laughs> um, awesome. That's exciting. Do you want? You want to go and check this place out? It's pretty sick. Yeah, because it's right off of Elric Road. Do they make car trailers? They'll make you anything. Yeah, so I can talk to them about potential. The guy I met was the guy trailer. that I bought it from. He's a vet. Nice. And he's got plaques up. Yeah, you got to come meet this guy just to because couple aspects on it, but. He's got all these like plaques up that say um, like sales records. Okay. He had one that said like over a million or over like two million dollars in sales for last year of a trailer. And I was like, you sold over like a million dollars in trailers? He's like, yeah, that was only one trailer manufacturer. Like it was nothing. I was like, holy shit. Like, wow. It's a lot of money in trailers. So the, and like the way this all came to full circle was I've been shopping around, couldn't really find anything used. Yeah, I'm at the same boat. Shop, shop the local ones. Too expensive, the two on Olmerton. I I saw a trailer, a snapper trailer. So their sticker is like the alligator, and I've always seen it. I like it. And I saw that they were in Tampa. So I went there. I said, let me go see what they got. And they got, there was a guy there, like when I got there, he was buying a trailer. 
he got hitched up. He was getting ready to leave, but something wasn't working on it. So he took in the one guy, my salesman, was the only salesman there. He's like, listen, I'm sorry. Like, I got to help him. Like, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that's when you the, call. We I, was, spoke, I was on the phone for like... Around, yeah. So I was, and then he was so apologetic. I'm like, dude, it's all good. Like, you know, I, I saw basically everything I wanted. Then I asked him all the questions, got all the information. But the guy who bought the trailer, the 24-foot or whatever he bought... We were talking, he's a roofing contractor at Lakeland. He's like, yeah, this is my 14th trailer now for my company. So he has the other one still running. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, listen, he's, and I'm like, yeah, what do you think of this place? I'm like, I looked him up. It seemed pretty good. He's like, yeah, I haven't been able to find anybody for a better deal. And when I heard that, that's when I knew I was pretty much getting ready to buy a trailer. Yeah. This guy's got 14 and he drove all the way from Lakeland. Yeah. He's not, he's not making yeah, there's a lot so of places you can go in between if you're yeah and like I just you know that's just having the ability to be out and just let life happen but then use life to right, make, right to, place, make right to make time. the best decision for you got all the information they built the trailers in Georgia I literally was on the highway driving home from Georgia or to Georgia and I saw the trailer factory. It could have even been for a different company, but I mean, it was a mat. It was I-75, huge uh-huh. interstate. Both sides of the highway was just open field with just trailer skeletons. And then big buildings where they would take them in, obviously, and then fabricate Build, them. Yeah. And then that, when he's like, yeah, all of our stuff comes from Georgia. I was like, all right, well, there's another thing that makes sense. Like, I just yeah. saw the Mecca where they're building them. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it's, so I'm excited. What did, for, you, what did you end up going with? Uh, seven foot wide, 14 feet length, and then I got the extra foot of headroom. Nice. So, it's like, you know, literally walking into a small garage. Single axle, dual axle? Dual, I, nice. went, I went way yeah. more than I needed, but I figured, well, it's going to help my resale. And it's going to give me the opportunity to do more. You're going to put the logo on it right away? Or you got the, you made the order? Basically yeah. those over, but on a bigger scale. That's nice. And then I, I, I honestly just think that. And oh, then. Wow. That's going to look good. White or black? You want black? Yeah. Nice. I, that was, yes. And then when I told the guy I bought it from, because he was trying to sell me on the white ones. I could buy one that day. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I want one right now. But like. My truck's black, and I'm like, I want to put my logo on it. And I was like, do you mind if I show you and get your opinion? And like, he's like, man, that's going to look good. Yeah. But it's, well, the uh, orange is going to pop on a black. Yeah, well, but then you got the teal on the orange, and then I'm going to do teal letters. Because you know how sick the hat looks. Yeah, that on the back. Are you going to do that like on the gate, on the doors? I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do it on all three sides. Two sides in the ramp door. Yeah, it'll look So it'll the look orange beautiful. logo and then underneath it or to the sides will be NTL letters, cleaningpanelis.com. Oh, dude, you know, I, we can make that on my um, printer. Tell All you got to do is buy. Go, I'll give can you I the website. Can I make it big enough though? Yeah. Dude, I made on the signs printer? on US 19. You know the signs that I have for my shops. That's I made those. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. So all you got to do is go to, I'll give you the, it's called uscutter.com. You buy the material, we'll go to my house one night, we'll hang out, we'll get it done. U.S. what? U.S. Cutter. Dot com. And yeah, so you just need to, I mean, the rolls are cheap. I think it's going to be like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, but that probably cost me like six, seven hundred bucks to go get it done somewhere else. Yeah, and we'll just, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then cleaningpanelis.com and then 833FLclean. Yeah, all of that is, lettering is what it can do. I just can't do... 
like I couldn't make the orange, but I can do the lettering in teal. Okay. You know? That's fine. So you can do the orange. I may just get... Or yeah, you can I'll just... Have to, I'll have to figure it all out. Yeah, you can just do the lettering if you want. Because I gotta do the orange. It's the... I mean, it's, yeah. the, it's the fresh part. But you can do like the... You can... Yeah. Well, that's... That would be the issue. So maybe what if you I do, do the what if orange... What basic orange? And I overlay... Yeah, we can overlay the text on it. So if you just blew up those oranges like you have, and you got them, let's say, I don't know, three by three or whatever, whatever it is, we, what we would do is on my cutter, I would cut all that out okay. in just the teal. Or we can, we can layer it, we can layer white and teal, it would just, it would take us a few hours. Not, not even a few hours, I mean, we can do this project in two or three hours and, and yeah. have it look awesome. So. Did you never seen the signs? I made like I made my road signs. That no, time I'd have to see it. Yeah, that time. <laughs> How big is that? Huge. I mean, the the thing is bigger than your <laughs> desk. I had to I had to take them down, and I had them at home, and I would do them on the dining room table yeah. in the middle of the night. My dad would kind of come out sometimes. This is when I had just got back from college. This is before I moved to the beach. So you just shred yeah. Well, yeah, same thing because I knew it was going to cost to get someone to go up on a truck to get up there to pull it down. Oh, yeah. To I make mean, it, it would have cost me $1,000. And that's a businessman. Where do I, where, what can I do to save money? Plus, I, I created a sticker business that time. I was making a side <laughs> income. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> sticker business. Yeah, I, well, that's when I started like. What the, are you doing? Oh, so go ahead. That's when I started Leone Auto Sports and Tempe Car Meets. So a way for revenue for Leone Auto Sports that time, I would make stickers and I can continue to reinvest in it. Yeah. What um What are you doing with the um, cars and coffee thing on the on the uh, parking garage? Oh yeah. So I met with him. He still has to get that approved by his um Landlord. by the yeah the management over there. Um, but I think that's going to be a really cool concept. I actually just think they're going to approve it. Like, is he that good of a tenant where he can persuade him? He said that they were, they wanted to at first, but it's been a few days. Potentially. But what do you mean? Not potentially. It is. You've got cars, you've got random people going there. You know, how do you keep that safe, secure? And you know, there's a lot of risk. But the thing is, is he's a business uh, there that sells food how can they deny because the people that are going there for that event are not patrons of his restaurant they're not tenants they don't really have any i'd say prove it yeah i mean there's a way around it like i'm not saying yeah. it's a no but i'm saying those are the facts that if you're looking for the I, different agree. I agree if i own the building i'd be like well you know what am i getting in return and yeah. if they're not getting anything worth of value they're going to shut it down well, so his thing was, is they've approached him to continue to open up these little restaurants and other buildings around that general area. Mm-hmm. So he's, he wants to make it something to where he's just expanding all of that market. I mean, the, the amount of little condos and townhouses over there is crazy. There, I think in that little area, he said there's something like 100,000 people. No, that can't be. Is that possible? 
He says 800 people in the one building he's in. 100,000, no way. Did I? Maybe 10,000. 10,000? No, more than that. He made it. It was in a, Rocky Point? Yeah. Let's look on a map. Between, re, no, not just between residents, people working there, tourists, because you got the little beach area right there. That's where Hogan's Beach was. Yeah, it's got to be. No. Yeah, it's got to be like 100,000. Right there? I don't know. Go to Google Images. This is Google. Like the satellite? Yeah, the satellite. Uh, Should be there. Oh, no, it's right here. At the bottom. I got it. There's no way that that... Those are all residential. Yeah, but it can't be 100,000. Maybe ten. Look it up. They're like three let's or, Google it. Three or, Google it. But they're three or four story buildings, right? They're no, not, dude. They're, they're not like, high. They're not like skyscrapers. They're not skyscrapers, but they're twenty, thirty story buildings. Well, try to Google it. I don't. Hundred thousand lot. There's a hundred. No. Uh, there's a hundred thousand people that live in Clearwater. There's no way. There's a hundred thousand people. All right. So <laughs> it's like between this. ten and let's look it up though. I'm interested now. <laughs> Rocky Point business and residential population. I mean, I don't think they're going to have this statistic. Yeah, they do. They no. They have they when you look up population of Pinellas County, they have it. Yeah, but Rocky Point is a part of Tampa. Like it's not that exciting. Rocky and, Point Island. It's not that known of a place. Yeah, it's true. To, to just get the population. When he said the number, it was like, wow, there's a lot well, of people the, here. Whatever, yeah. I mean, maybe in terms of traffic on a daily basis, or I yeah. don't know, but whatever. Either way. So hopefully it works. It's, it'd be a really cool spot. Just as long as you go to Twin Peaks. Well, I actually found another place. It's called WTR. Look yeah, that that's up. Tampa. W- that's yeah. where that one chick that used to bang Bilzerian works. The Pauline. Oh, girl. phenomenal! So I you talked to girl? another girl. You know the girl Pauline, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's she's too big though. She seems big, like tall and just yeah. thick. Well, and he's got the cream of the. Crop. He always gets his chicks from fucking Florida. Have you ever noticed that? They're all from Florida. Yeah. This was that duplex that we looked at. <clears throat> How'd that go? That's a garage. It was a good... Detached? Yeah. It, um... It went well. I mean, the realtor was Shit. cool. That's pretty sick. You yeah. can't fit cars in there, right? Like no, motorcycles? You, you can... It's three bays, and each one is divided. Fuck, I might so rent that from you. You could just rent it out. No, I told him we we're going to walk on it for now. It's just too small of a lot. So this lot right here is 5,000 square feet. And this was built 1925. So it's just small. Yeah, it's like a tiny house. It's a tiny lot in a tiny house. It has financial number ability, but the land is, you know, right down here I can buy a lot right now for 30, like literally on the same block I can buy a lot for 30 grand. And build that for another 100. It'd still be ahead of the game. Exactly. So the, the numbers are so good, but they're not even that good. Like that's yeah. how... There is a lot. Well, that's where we at. We're at in the market. I think. 
where it's stuff, certain things are starting to get decent, but it's still not It's still that not good, good enough. Exactly. I looked up my house. Check out my house real quick when I bought it. All the ha all the pictures of it from like you got any backyard pictures? Oh shit, that that center thing wasn't there. Uh, wrong this thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I had a red door. Remember these planters? Yep. Damn, there's a bunch of pictures on one of those things. I I told you, you about that twelve acre lot I looked at right over in um in between Tarpon Springs and Odessa. The yeah, with the two old houses. people living on it. Yeah. What it was it listed for? It was like one point six though or something. 1.4, I think. And I mean, a decent number on that property would have been 1.2, I think. Just if you factor in. Well, what's the stuff going? I have in Odessa. You said it's it's a lot more than you think. And I believe it because it's a beautiful area. Like Yeah, like the lot is beautiful, but it needs so much development still. And the houses are both built in like the fucking 50s. They're like just redneck farmers. You know, they haven't done anything. Look at this. This house for sale. On water. There's a few over there, but the houses are ugly and old. Yeah, but that's minor. You could like that house can be beautiful. That house, yeah. That I, I haven't seen anything like that. That's decent. But it still needs a ton of work. Yeah. But it, well, so, it well, like the problem is if you're looking for acreage. That's not acres. Yeah. So you can lot. find stuff like that with like two acres or under on it, but I want more. And another one that another one of my things that I won't buy is I won't buy a house with low ceilings. Did you ever look? Did that ha remember that house we went and looked at? Did that one ever sell? Do you remember that one that in Spring Hill? Oh no, I, I I never heard anything back on that. Um, Do you remember what the address was? I don't know, what was my real estate agent's name? Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> or Mario. Ricardo. Hey, Dominic. What did he call you, a snitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You're a fucking snitch friend. No, I don't, I don't know where yeah, I'd find it. Good. Well, well, everybody, we uh, glad to be back. Getting ready for the next level on the podcast, El Vato Americano, The American Man. The American Man. So many other things, so uh, stay tuned. We'll catch you. We'll catch you next time. I think that's a good number to shoot for, like right around 40 minutes. We hit...